happy moment. Thank you for joining another tale and tune with TJ. I'm TJ, aka Terrence Kellogg, aka TJ Sachs, BKA Elder Kellogg, also known as Dad, Brother, Cousin, Nephew, Brother Kellogg. If you caught a seven minute message, I just have this podcast here that I'd like to share to share original, fictional, nonfiction stories with original music that you hear behind it. There's something that God's given to to help everyone. And I believe it'll help you if you're putting headphones up to your belly for that babe in the womb to someone who's been out of the womb for 100 plus years. I believe this will be a, a blessing and a benefit to you. This podcast is to help you relax, to help you center, to help you in this crazy, insane, chaotic world to find a calm. The tunes, tones and tales provided by TJ is going to be nourishment for your soul. God has blessed us with gifts Bless me the ability to write different things, to express different things, but also as an instrumentalist to be able to play different instruments. So courtesy of Jamil's hands, we're giving what's given the original music you hear and my own take on the tales that I tell is all of what this is about. Fiction, nonfiction, poetry when I do share it until and throughout the time when we actually have guests on here. This is my platform where I can share my observations and even some opinions, because, you know, of course, when you are speaking behind a pulpit or speaking in certain ways about the Bible or about certain stories, you really can't add your opinion. So here I can add some opinion, but I can also add some observations. As a disclaimer, I am not a comedian. But if you do hear something that tickles your funny bone, go ahead and let out a laugh. I am not an entertainer. I don't do this for fame and fortune. I do it because of something that I love. But if you do enjoy yourself or something here is helping you, please subscribe, share with somebody. Keep listening. Give me suggestions. I'm also not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist, so I can't diagnose anyone or put you in a certain category or subcategory. But I will say I believe if you're listening to this right now, whether what got your attention was the name, the cover, the picture, or maybe someone told you about it, whatever got your attention, you are not here by mistake. My hope, my prayer, and my belief is if you continue listening and giving your feedback, suggestions for episodes this podcast will bless you so on tales and tunes with tj jamil's hands giving what's given i would be remiss not to include or share the words we've all been given so from the king james version i'll just kind of tell this story my way this moment's story which I would like to call what's your strength takes place 
in the 15th chapter of Judges. And it goes this way. That it came to pass within a while after this is after some other things happened with Samson. I don't want to go backwards too far. I, we can address that at, an, at another time. Let's just give a backstory. There was a father and a mother and God told God sent an angel and relayed to them that you're going to have a son and he's going to be the next judge. In those days, Israel had judges to rule over them. This before they had kings, other nations around them, around the promised land had kings. But at this time, the Israelites supposed to conquer them and take their land that God promised them. Well, anyway, they needed a judge to rule over them and primarily also to buffet or to back up or to destroy any of those nearby armies that were fighting against, you know, something God had promised them that this is your land. So this was one of the judges that God rose up, Samson. The angel gave the parents instructions that he's not to drink strong drink. He's going to be a Nazarite from his birth, not to drink strong drink, not to take wives of nations outside of his own, you know, and and not to cut his hair. It gave him specific instructions. So they followed those instructions, but he took a wife of the Timnites and he went and he, you know, he had a riddle that he put forth in the 14th chapter against the Philistines in part of his battle. And if you ask me, part of this had something to do with him being a judge. God used his relationship uh, struggle uh, the type of woman that he wanted with the Philistine, the fact that he's to judge Israel and protect them from the Philistines. I think he used those things synonymously using things together. So here we go in the 15th chapter that his wife was given to his friend. That's how the 14th chapter ends. 15th chapter, he comes home. This is about wheat harvest time. He's got a, a kid. So he's got a like a baby goat. And he's going to bring that in. So I'm going to go into my wife in the chamber. And so he brought a gift. Men, bring your wife some meat. Bring her something, you know, and and uh, bring, bring a gift when you come home. Of course, when the scripture says I will go in into my wife means he's going to have some adult marital time with his spouse. But the father in law said he wouldn't let him go in. He said, I really thought that you really hated her. So I gave her to your friend. You know, is not her younger sister fairer, prettier than she? Go ahead and take her, you know, instead of instead of this girl. You know, don't worry about her. I could still make it up. You could still have another one of my daughters. And Samson said, now I'm going to be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them a displeasure. Samson went and caught 300 foxes, took firebrands, turned them tail to tail and put a firebrand in the midst between the two tails. When he had set them on fire set the brands on fire he let the foxes go into the standing corn of the philistines and burnt up both the shocks and also the standing corn with the vineyards and olives so these foxes with the firebrands eliminated a basis for the philistines food the grain the corn how they make their bread how they make meals destroy the vineyards and the olives so there could this fruit you're dealing with 
the oil that they used to bake their bread. So he really <laughs> did them a displeasure, as he said. The Philistine said, who did this? And someone said, well, Samson did it. The son-in-law of the Timnite, because the, the son, you know, the father-in-law took his wife and gave her to his friend. So the Philistines came up. They burnt that girl and her father with her with fire. Samson heard about this and said, oh, though you've done this, I'm going to be avenged of you. And after that, I will cease. Pause. It seems to me God perfectly selected Samson, not only because of his physical strength, but because he knew that there was going to be a desire in him to have the type of wife that he had. And it was going to fall into some situations like this. And what was going to cause him to really fight the Philistines? Anger, revenge. He said, I will be avenged of you. So he smote them hip and thigh with a great slaughter. And he went down and dwelt in the top of the Reich Etam. I'm not exactly sure why he went there, but chapter 15 goes on to break some things down to us. And it says the Philistines went up and pitched in Judah and spread themselves in Lehi. So it seems like they're setting an array to get him. And the men of Judah said, why are you come up against us? The Philistines said, we came to bind up, to wrap up Samson and to do to him what he's done to us. And then Judah's like, hey, this ain't going to happen. We, we, we going up. So 3000 men of Judah went to the top of the rock each time and said to Samson, don't you know that the Philistines are rulers over us right now? And what is it that you've done to us? You've killed us. And he said, I've only done to them as they've done unto me. And the men of Judah said, we have come to wrap you up, to bind you. And you know what that is, bag him and gag him. And it said to and to deliver you to the hands of the Philistines, because we don't want no problem with them. Philip and Samson said, Just swear to me that you won't kill me yourself. And they said, No, 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 no. We just gonna wrap you up, tie you up, and deliver you into them, but we're not gonna kill you. And then it says, And they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. Now if the men of Judah had heard anything about what Samson had been doing, they would know no cords, no ropes, no, none of that is going to hold him. So in this scripture, we can denote that he allowed himself to be tied up by the men of Judah. Also, let's let's reflect if the Philistines are rulers over Judah, like they're okay, so the similar how you got the New Testament, you've got the Romans who were rulers over the people in Jerusalem uh, at the time of Jesus. When we look in the New Testament, so that's why those people thought those Jews thought Jesus was going to come like a knight to to save them from the Roman rule, rule Roman Empire. Well, that's the same way here. The 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 J J Jerusalem. People in Jerusalem and the people in Judah thought that Samson was going to judge and his job was really to erase, you know, to, to get the Philistine rule off of the Israelites. So it says they brought him from the rock, brought him from the mountain. And when he came unto Lehi, the Philistine shouted against him and the spirit of the Lord came 
mightily upon him. And the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire. They melted off. It's like they melted off. And his bands loosed from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of a donkey. Now we know the King James Version says the new jawbone of an ass. But it's going to repeat that word several times. I'm going to stick to donkey. May have children listening. I don't want you to stir away from what the word says, but we know that animal as a donkey. It's a short, uh, shortened horse. I won't say like a pony, but it's more of a work animal because it doesn't have the I don't want to say the beauty because every animal has its own kind of beauty, but it doesn't have the ability to run as fast as a horse or to you know it's not that pleasurable or joyous to ride on and it's kind it can be kind of stubborn as well so he said he took he found a new jawbone of a donkey he grabbed it he took it and it said the scripture says 15 chapter 15 verse of judges he slew a thousand men with it and he said with the jawbone of a donkey heaps upon heaps with the jaw of a donkey have I slain a thousand men. Now look at this. Listen to this. And it came to pass when he made an end of speaking that he threw the he threw the donkey's jawbone out of his hand, and he called that place Ramoth Lehi, uh, Jawbone Mountain, Jawbone Hill. Uh, basic, basically using the words of where he was to name it, and he was very thirsty and he called on the Lord and he said you have given this great deliverance into the hand of your servant I'm the one you called you just gave me a great delivery right here and now I'm going to die of thirst and fall into hand fall into the hand of the uncircumcised now let me pause right there as well because for those of us who are not Hebrew or not Jew at the time he spoke that he was talking about us too because we were gentiles you know before that custom of abraham came on this side of of the oceans we would be one of those as well but when he said uncircumcised he was referring to the philistines now this scripture then says but god clave a hollow place that was in the jaw and there came water there out water came out of that donkey's jaw bone that's what the scripture says i did a little research myself and looked online to see where this place is or what happened or what people think happened and in different publications they call uh that place the eye of the caller the partridge spring or I or fountain or to call out basically the fountain of the one who called is the place where he called it uh, I'm, let me read on his spirit came to him again and he revived wherefore he called the name of that place in Hakor which is in Lehi unto this day and he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines 20 years. So Samson judged 20 years in the days of the Philistines. Just revisiting 
the pronunciation El Hakor, and the meaning is spring of the one who called. Now, one definition I found online is called partridge spring. And as I, I tried to research to find out where this place is, and I got many different places, it looked like somewhere around Nineveh. Uh, uh, it's to the to the east. It's basically, some maps are pointing to the west of the Sea of Galilee. I've got many different addresses on here where it could be, and some people think. That is an actual spring to this day. Well, he said he called that place where this happened. The scripture at the 19th verse says God clave. He opened a hollow place that was in the jaw. And there came water there out, denoting that it came out of the jaw. Not that God took the jawbone and scratched the ground and water came out the ground. And that's a spring that's still there today. That's why they can't find the actual address because it was a jawbone. Now, the message to get out of here, what what I see out here now, listen to me. As the story goes on, if you go before the 15th chapter, you go through this 15th chapter, you go after this 15th chapter. God basically used his physical strength. To buffet, to destroy, to fight, and to stop the Philistines. No doubt. But where he was strong there, I believe here, and as you'll find in the 16th chapter, one of his, I don't know if I can say weaknesses, I don't want to stir any issues with someone, but one of his issues was with the woman that he was with. Because he was not supposed to touch the unclean thing, but he kind of he kind of messed with that. He wasn't supposed to be or have a companion of someone who was not of his nationality, but he he messed with that as well. Touching things that are unclean, the jawbone of a donkey, but God allowed him to use that to destroy a thousand, a thousand men to kill a thousand men. Now, I'm not saying that God will bend his word to accomplish his purpose. But I'm saying, but I'm saying these are some things to ponder when listening to this story, reading this story, studying this story. One thing I also found in this story, one thing you'll notice in the story of Samson is his strength and that the spirit of the Lord came upon him, came upon. And we know in the Old Testament, it more so comes upon and you go into the New Testament, it it comes inside. It reside the Holy Spirit resides inside in the New Testament. So here, God gave Samson something that he's not given to any man before. And the scripture says he would not give to any man after him. Samson is special. Uh inspiration for DC and Marvel comics and movies, huh? So if you're dealing with anxiety, sadness, depression, issues that require strength where you feel weak and depleted, whatever, wherever, I believe these tales, especially this one and tunes with me, TJ, will strengthen you in this moment.
and give you relaxation and replenishment so that after this moment, you will be able to get up and move forward to be great and be all that you are. Props to you. Thank you for listening. If this has helped or piqued your mind, please subscribe and share. Bless somebody how you've been blessed. These tales and tunes are brought to you by Jamil's Hands, giving what's given. Stay strong. Until the next moment.